Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, schools in session. And today we have a champion, a success story, a role model, a legend in the making. Today we have Lorenzo Guzlandi. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great and thanks for this super introduction. And I'm super yeah. happy to be here to tell my story. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so on School in Session, what we do is we like to go around the world and we talk to different artists and entrepreneurs. And we just like to shed a little light on their talent and their gifts and, yeah. and just hear from them a little bit. And then at the end of the show, what we like to do is we like to play a game of Hangman where I'll ask you different cartoon trivia questions, different cartoon trivia movie questions where you'll have an opportunity to win a free ice cream. Okay, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough, the last part. Uh, we will see. We'll see what's going on. Now, I've actually had someone on here from the UK who actually won. Whoa. Yeah, so it's, it's, I try to make the questions kind of universal and kind of something you may have heard of already. So okay. we'll see how it goes. Okay. And then, like I said, the show is called Schools in Session. So we like to start it off with a couple school questions just to break the ice. Okay. So where did you go to school at? Uh, I did, uh, um, I'm from Milan. So I did my school in my city. I'm, the reality is I'm not exactly from Milan, but in a, a near city, which is Monza. And it, maybe it's quite famous. I don't know all around the world, but they do Formula One uh, circuit in Monza, usually in September. So it may be, famous from someone, uh, the city of Monza. So I did my primary school here in Monza, and then I move on uh, with a high school, scientific high school, the traditional one. So in Italy, the traditional high school of scientific is with a Latin, let's say the language of a church. So oh, we study okay. a lot of Latin, uh, no Greek, because Greek is for a classical uh, high school. And I did a lot of uh, scientific, because I like maths, I like physics, and uh, uh, that's what I also like to do. But uh, what I love most is uh, uh, also art. So then I move on with uh, university in uh, design direction. So I am uh, focusing on uh, videography, photography, art director, and especially about advertisement. So this is my, let's say, uh, work, uh, topic of work, uh, uh, but I do the last year I finished my university. I took my mm -hmm. master degrees in the design of communication. And so mm -hmm. now I'm a, I'm a designer. I'm a graphic designer, videographer, video maker, content creator, and uh, especially about sport and tourism. I love sport. Mm -hmm. And now we will, I, will, I will tell you about my story of sport. And I also love to travel because mm -hmm. uh, it makes me connect with different culture. So I mm -hmm. can yes, uh, yes. discover more. I can understand more how, to, how people live. Mm -hmm. like different exactly. way of living, different way of approaching life uh, due to um, of a place where you are, they are growing up, they are living. Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm a sport lover. 
yeah. because since the young age I started doing sport, many kind of sport. Let's say I I did uh, swim, I did uh, tennis, uh, I did a lot of basketball, and I love basketball a lot. I like say I'm my my kind of mentor in basketball are of course Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, but also Stephen Curry, which is for me very impressive because it makes everything looking super easy and he's always yes. smi smiling, smiling a lot. And yes. that's something uh, it's very useful in uh, for a sportman athlete. And um, then I discover from my young ages, the roller mm -hmm. skating. Okay. And that became my life, my, my poor love for this sport because I started doing it uh, when I was six year old at the same time I was playing basketball in mm -hmm. a small team and um, then when I, I I went to the high school I had to do a decision which sport can I uh, focus more and yes, which yes. sport can be only uh, a kind of hobby so I did my decision I said okay I'm not too uh, too tall I'm quite short Yes, so yes. basketball, I like it, but it may be hard to, to be very high level. And of course, I'm not in America. Uh, Italy, it's, it can, you can get some good stuff, but of mm -hmm. course uh, you can never, or maybe not never, but it's very, very hard to get to, right. the, uh, to the NBA. So it's mm, totally different world. And uh, I love the roller skating. I, I love to do a lot of jumpies aggressive, going strong, fast. And that's what in the first years of my roller skating, I love to do. And I keep on going. Then so, I just... mm -hmm. so, so, so just a little bit more before we get to the, to the roller skating, what would you say would have been the most fascinating thing about going to school where you went to school at? The most fascinating thing when I went to school, um, Okay, uh, the, the, fir the first thing is that I discovered from the school my uh, love. Yes, uh, let's yes. say I, I discover I love art. I love drawing. Uh, mm -hmm. I draw a lot when I can. Um, then I love to film. And that's what I also... I love to, uh, to share a, a point of view, my point of view, from the yes. camera, from the drawing. And yes. uh, I discover it in uh, high school kind of let's say uh the first year of high school and the end of the primary school i discovered that love i had for the art mm -hmm. it comes from my young young age since since i went uh, when i was three years old i guess i love to paint but i didn't understand paint. that since uh, uh, i grew a little bit more and my fathers and my mother are both architects so oh, wow. let's say it comes also from my family Because okay. they, love, they also love to draw, they teach me to draw, and that's cool. And then I discover how I love maths, which helped me uh, to, to manage my diabetes. Because you okay. didn't mention yet, but uh, I'm a diabetic type 1 athlete, and uh, mathematics and uh, physics mm -hmm. teach me how to, um, how to manage the, the, this disease better. Yeah better and to understand it more i mean uh, diabetes for me it it, it is oh, like uh, okay we'll, we'll we'll get there in a second okay, I, had, okay, i had okay. a few questions mm -hmm. in regarding to that so for the viewers who don't know um 
Lorenzo is a type one diabetic, but we'll dig into that a little later on in the interview. So about, about the schooling out there, did you guys ever have any type of school dances that you went to or any type of out here in the States, we call them like proms or, or balls or senior dances and things like that. Did you guys have any type of? Sadly, no. Sadly, no. And something I love when I see, I watch to America and I see they are doing a lot of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And in Italy, we don't have. We have a lot of time at school, a lot of time on homework and stuff like this, but we don't have um, fun time. We don't have special time. So <laughs> that's something is missing here. Okay. So what would be a, a, a special dish, a special food, or something that you would recommend if I was to come out there that we would have to try? Ah, uh, special food? Yeah. Ah, let's say, of course, pasta, spaghetti. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. My favorite one is uh, red spaghetti. Spaghetti, okay. spaghetti with tomato sauce. It's very basic, let's say, but if you cook it well, it's the best. Yeah, that's kind of one of my go-to things, too. I love spaghetti myself. Do you guys put any meat or any extra things into it? Yeah, yeah, we do in a lot of ways with meat, uh, we, even with fish, uh, seafood, uh, mm -hmm. or or even with pesto. Yeah, I don't know if you know pesto. The Basil? Greens, pesto. Oh, no. It's, no, it's uh, from the basil. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. In Italian, it's basilico. It's okay. a green leaf. And uh, you put it with uh, a, a bit of cheese. Uh, this uh, leaf and uh, a, a bit of oil and some uh, kind of nuts, uh, pinoli, it's called pinoli, and you mix all together and it comes out with uh, a super tasty sauce and uh, oh, it's wow. green and it's super. You can buy it in the supermarket, mm -hmm. but if you buy it to the supermarket, it's not that super good. If you do yes. homemade, it's, yes. super, it's super. Yes. So, just to go away from food, are you an animal person? Do you love animals? Or yeah, I, I, I do, I do. And one of my dream, dream is to go to uh, Africa to mm -hmm. watch a safari. Yes. Because I'm, I, I, can, I kind of so attractive to nature. And so mm -hmm. I love to be connected with that. So yeah. um, here in my house, I don't have a pet. I, I, had, I had a pet, uh, a cat. And uh, which was, uh, she was super with, uh, for me, like super cute. Uh, I was spending a lot of time with her. And yes. um, uh, I guess she died when she was around 19 years old. Oh, wow. I, uh, she made a lot of my, my life. But now we decided not to take another pet because uh, with, uh, mm, with competition and all the stuff I, I do, we are not always at home. So yes, it should be yes. harder. To, to take care of a pet, but I love mm -hmm. animals. I love animals and uh, everywhere I go, um, traveling, uh, uh, if there is some nature, yes. I, I love it more. So what would you say would have been the most wildest, craziest animal you've ever seen? Ooh. Ooh. For, for, okay. me, it, for me, it, it was a hippopotamus. And the reason for me it was a hippo is because I've seen them on TV my whole life. 
But when I actually got to see one up close, I was mind blown on how big they were. It was crazy. And I would also love to see a blue whale. Yeah. Yes, yes. I want to. Uh, my one, I was in a, a world championship 2016 in okay. Bangkok in Thailand. And in Thailand, uh, to uh, pass from a part of a city to the other one, you can go through a boat over the river. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the river, there are kind of uh, uh, crocodile, alligator, something like this. And uh, I didn't expect that, but I was going from the um, boat and one came out from, um, from the water. It sat on a rock. It was like watching us, like I'm the boss. Yeah. <laughs> it was huge. Huge? So you, yeah, it was huge. It was kind of, let's pray the boat is not going to break and we fall into the river because it should yeah. be very bad. So speaking on on something crazy like falling into the river have you ever lived through a natural disaster uh no no like uh, no hurricanes oh, oh. no tornadoes earthquakes ah, yeah I, I i had an earthquake it was funny because uh, um funny and scary at the same time mm-hmm. i was in uh in italy for a competition and uh it was the night before the competition so i was taking okay. a shower i was relaxing um, and uh, i was under the water so in the hotel under the water, easy. And at one time I had like shampoo over my head and um, yeah. and and the heart started shaking like and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I came um, I came off the shower uh, full naked uh, in front of my all my friends was like, oh my god, this earthquake. <laughs> and then after a few seconds, everything stopped. So I came mm-hmm. back into the shower. I finished today that, but it was strange. That was yeah. strange. Yeah. I've, I've been in probably a couple earthquakes. I can't really remember too much about them, but the number one thing I do remember about it was just the helplessness of it. It's like there's nothing you can do. The world is shaking. Yeah, and you feel yeah, so true. small. Yeah, in fact, I was there with some of my friends and also my sister because my sister, she, she skates too. And um, what I was trying to take, of course, I was quite young, but I was trying to uh, get, get some courage to my sister because mm-hmm. she was pretty young and uh, she was crying because she was f- her first earthquake. It was like uh, very scared about that. But uh, everything was good at the end. So that, that's yeah. nice. So like you were saying earlier, you're a type one diabetic. And basically... Um, a type one diabetic, they don't produce enough insulin. And we don't produce at all. Okay, don't produce at all. And so basically, after the body eats, it needs the insulin to break down the glucose exactly. to feed to the body cells. And then um, the, for those who don't know, the glucose is the sugar in our body that gives us the energy, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I discovered it when I was uh, uh, three years old. Mm-hmm. And probably uh, it, it happened to me that I became diabetic type 1 because I'm also celiac. I don't know if you use this word in uh, America, celiac. Well, it's, it's um, they might 
but uh, I wouldn't know. It's it's an allergic. It's a allergic. Like, right? Yeah, let's say it's a kind of allergic. In real, is a disease like diabetic, but mm. uh, it's uh, it, it works like a allergic. So I'm let's say allergic to gluten. So okay. because I probably burn like this, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, I discover I was allergic to gluten too late, like when I was uh, four years old. And mm -hmm. my first years of uh, of uh, life, I was eating gluten. I was feeling bad, and oh. maybe this stuff uh, turned into diabetic then. So oh. the, the fact the fact that I didn't eat uh, correctly the, glu mm -hmm. the gluten free diet at the beginning, it uh, it made me becoming uh, diabetic. But uh, I'm happy with this, and later I will say why. And uh, so uh, it's quite sometimes hard to manage diabetic because you always have to take care about uh, what you are eating, uh, right, right. Uh, the sugar, the carbohydrates, uh, also the protein and the fat because it, it works in a different way than sugar, but you have to take care a lot of stuff. And also you have to yes. take care what you are going to do, like mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to do sport or if you are going to sit and study, for example, your body will, uh, um, will respond To what you are eating in a different way yes. and uh, basing um, understanding what you're going to do later after eating something or just what you are doing in uh, in your life you understand how many how much about insulin you need uh, if you need more less and something that truly helped me it's uh, uh, the in uh, the pump insulin pump which is okay. always con is always connected to my body like it's like this there is a mm -hmm. kind of um offline connected to my body and every time i want to it just i press the bottom and i say i need uh, this amount of insulin mm -hmm. because i know i need and uh, and so it, it works and uh, i have also another uh, one thing connected to my body which is the sensor which every five minutes tell me my um level of sugar into the blood the glucose And uh, um, I have to check it uh, every 12 hours because I have to check, like, I have to um, make a little bit of blood coming out from my finger and check it uh, by myself uh, in a small machine to check if the sensor is doing the right work. But for mm -hmm. the rest, every five minutes, it tells me um, how is the, um, the sugar, the blood sugar, and it also tells me the, um, if it's going up, if it's going down, Mm -hmm. And how how, uh, how fast is growing or decreasing? Right. So that's and very for, interesting. And for those who don't know, um, the body must maintain a level of homostasis, which is all the fluids and things in our body must be at a certain level for us to function. So that's a very uh, unique tool that you have because it helps you uh, stay on top of it. Yeah, in fact, uh, what I said before is um, it kind of, I say thanks to, to being diabetic because it may be very hard to manage and very annoying sometimes, uh, but it uh, lets you understand how your body works. Because if you, uh, if you don't take care of how your body is working, you will live very bad. But uh, right, because, of, right. because of this, you can understand how it works, what you need, what it makes you feel better and what it makes you feel worse. 
And mm-hmm. so uh, you, you can understand yourself better. And that's something I will say thanks to diabetic for this, because if I'm not diabetic, if I were not diabetic, I, I will not uh, take care maybe so much of my body. And exactly. due to this, I, I must take care, but uh, it's also something, uh, thanks, thanks because I, uh, I have to, but uh, it's mm-hmm. very good for me. So were you were you shy in the beginning about talking about the um the health issues or um yes and no yes and no because something that helped a lot uh for this stuff is that my my family always supported me in this like mm-hmm. he, when I was very young he was helping me so I was kind not um, not shy or afraid to show that I'm diabetic and okay. also because uh, I I kind of burn like this i was three years old and for me this is the normality for, for me this is normal life like i don't remember life without diabetes without being a, a gluten-free diet so this is my life and i'm not shy about it uh, okay. i know other people who are diabetic and they get diabetic uh, uh, later on like uh, 15 16 years old right. and that's a bad, uh, bad worse situation because you are already a teenager and you get um, the diabetic, which you, you have to change completely your life. Like how yes. do you approach to your life? How do you take care of things? And uh, then you may be shy because, uh, for example, you always have a machine connected um, to yourself. So it mm-hmm. not, it's okay, looking not super good, but uh, you, maybe you... Uh, when you are a teenager, you say, oh my God, this is not looking good at all. I will, right. see, I w- I will look very ugly. In real, mm-hmm. no, in real, it's like an MP3 uh, on your <laughs> pants. But uh, so, if you, so, so for the younger viewers that's watching and listening, what type of advice would you give to a younger viewer who's just discovered that they're a diabetic or that they may be coming into uh, being a diabetic? Uh, the first thing is that uh, everything you want to do, uh, you can do even with or without diabetic. So uh, a diabetic is not something that it may stop you, but it's something that may give you more power to keep on going. And you have this uh, possibility to understand more your body. So use it to make it something greater. And uh, at the same time, don't be shy because everyone has his own problem. And yes. uh, so just better not to, to hide your diabetic, but to show to people. So people may even help you in a hard situation. Uh, and it's better that they know it. It's not something to hide, but to show and to share with others. That's a great, that's a great piece of advice. Um, one thing I really admire about what you have been saying this far is to know the body um, has always been a benefit to all mankind, if you know the body, I believe the body can heal itself. So, you know, and take care of itself. So if you know your body and you know what you're putting into it, it can't be nothing but beneficial for you. Yeah, exactly. In every part of life and also uh, approaching it to competition time, um, I, I see how my body um, stay, how my body feel. Uh, mm-hmm. for the competition so I understand if he needs more glucose more more sugar if he needs less uh, uh, or how is working for example when you are going to to do a competition the adrenaline 
the the being stressful for a um, for the competition, it may get harder to manage the diabetic. So uh, if you stay relaxed, uh, your uh, glucose and your level of sugar will be easier to manage during the competition. So you also understand how to use this to approach better the competition, to be more relaxed and to, yes. to be more powerful in order to show the best in competition. So for, for, the, for those who don't know about your sport, give us a little bit of information about your sport and the events that happen in your sport. So I'm a freestyle roller skater okay. uh, and uh, this is the main of the general discipline. And I do freestyle slalom, which is uh, um, you have cones on the ground mm-hmm. on a precise distance one to the other. And uh, you slalom them uh, making uh, uh, tricks like figures, like a kind of, let's say, ice skating figure, figure skating, mm-hmm. but into the cones making the slalom, making, making tricks. And it's very, very wonderful sport. Uh, not very popular, sadly. Uh, it's uh, quite popular in uh, Europe and quite popular in Asia. I will say not so much in the uh, USA, in America. I, I never went to America for a competition. I know in South America, it's quite popular, like Brazil, Peru, uh, Chile, Argentina. It's quite uh, uh, popular, but not in uh, the USA. And I would like to take there, to be honest. Yeah. I would like one day to take there, to come to USA and say, mm-hmm. okay, let's make freestyle slalom skating yeah. uh, start also here and developing. Because for me, like, you know, uh, America it's, and uh, uh, skateboarding is very, mm-hmm. very popular there. And I guess freestyle slalom skating can be. So, so, so I, how, does it, how does it feel to be ranked in the world in that in that uh sport uh it's so wonderful because you are kind of uh, um an idol to other people and you can uh, uh what you do it can make a very big impact to other people's life yes so yes. your advice is uh, your uh, one to to share your experience with others for example i love this sport uh, and uh, i love how uh, it makes me challenging. Like uh, when I go for mm-hmm. a, a training, uh, it's not. Um, I, I love it because I can um, I can challenge myself. Like to yes. be always the best best version of myself at every training and every competition I do. So it's not a challenging. It's challenge to other skaters, but it's mainly a challenge to myself. And uh, this uh, mentality took me to be mm-hmm. the best in the world. I mean. Um, (laughs) to be number one to be number one in the world so have you ever been number one have you ever won any championships uh yeah i won i i won uh, three times world championship oh wow Uh, three time world champ i won i guess uh 225 26 uh, national championship Uh, i don't remember exactly but uh and uh this year the the 2020 and the 2021 uh, there were no uh, world championships sadly because yeah. the world championship uh, was uh, in uh, in Shanghai in China okay. and so they decided not to do it of course yeah. and uh, but uh, luckily they did the uh, European championship this year 
and uh, I was able to do to get two medals, two gold medals and one silver. Oh, wow. So what what would you say? Where would you have? Let me let me rephrase this. Where was your favorite place to compete at? Ooh, my favorite, I guess, is uh, Shanghai because uh, uh, when I was younger, uh, my kind of idols for freestyle skating they were uh, Chinese skater because they were really strong, uh, super powerful, and uh, so innovative, yeah. so so uh, different than others. And so the first time I went there, it was 2013, and I was like uh, mind blowing, like boom! I'm in front of the best of the world. So from that time, uh, I start saying, okay, I want to put in more into um, into this sport. I want to uh, get stronger. I want to show I can do more. And from that point. Uh, I start getting better and better, training more, understanding more how to use my body during competition. And so I get yes. uh, at the top. So you, you, uh, do you host any camps or any teachings or anything like I that? I do. I do. I do. I, of course, I'm still an athlete and uh, I love to compete and uh, travel all around the world to, to do competition. But I also organize skating camps uh, around the world. Um, oh. because uh, like um, people, skaters, they invite me, they call me to organize a camp. And uh, so we get in touch. We start talking about that and we start putting the, um, the base for it, like starting to, to, to create that. And for example, I did it in, uh, in India uh, where I, um, I usually teach, like I, I have to go there one or two twice per year. And then mm -hmm. I do online coaching. So for WhatsApp, they send me the videos. We do live call and I, I can give them advices and how to, to set the training, uh, what to learn, how to improve and so on. Then I, I go to Spain and I, I teach to Spain. I, I was in Poland also. Uh, mm -hmm. I, took, I took a lot of uh, skating master classes in uh, Italy. Usually okay. in, uh, in Sicily, in the south of Italy, there is an island. Uh, and I, I usually go there in Sicily to, to, to give lessons and also to Florence, uh, in, always in Italy. And then I also went to Dubai for coaching. And I had to go to Brazil, but then due to university, I was not able to go there because I had an exam. Uh, okay. But uh, I, I want to, to make it again. I'm trying to, to make it real for, um, for Mexico in uh, November. No, around November, I should be in Mexico to, to give uh, some master classes. Wow, amazing. So for the viewers, I'm definitely going to make sure I have um, some links to get to, uh, to get to Lorenzo in the description to where you guys will be able to find him, support him. And, and basically try to uh, make sure we get the sport bigger and try to possibly get it to America. Yeah, yeah. So I would like love I, that. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, what we do at the end of the show is we play a game of Hangman where I'll ask you different cartoon and trivia questions where you'll have an opportunity to win a free ice cream. And don't be deterred because, like I said, someone from the UK has won before. So we'll try to uh, see how okay. you do Okay, so my first question, my first question would be, 
who is the only person who breathes air on Bikini Bottom? Let's say I don't know. Do you know what show that's off of? Yeah, yeah, I, I, okay. I know that, but I don't remember. Her name was Sandy. Sandy. Yeah, Sa Sandy the Squirrel. Okay, how about this one? What show is Eeyore on? Eeyore. Which, which show is? Yeah, what cartoon show is Eeyore on? What show does he play a character in? Eeyore. It's a little donkey. Eeyore. Wait, I, I don't get the question because I, I think we call it in a different way. Okay, so there's a there's a little donkey in a mm -hmm. cartoon, and his name is Eeyore. Ah, um, Eeyore. Okay, it's uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay, what about this one? Who was Sonic the Hedgehog? What was the name of his best friend? Oh, damn, I don't know. I, I know Sonic, of course, but I don't remember the name of his best friend. His best friend name was Tails. Tails, okay. See, see you, you're doing good. You, you, you know him, but you barely know him. Okay, so here's another one. What tart what cartoon characters carry the last name the Griffins? Um wait, I, I know the Griffin. The Griffins. Okay. What cartoon characters? What cartoon has the characters that carry the last name the Griffins? Yeah, be, because I know the Griffin as uh, um kind of let's say like uh, Simpson. Well, the Simpsons, that's their last name, the Simpsons. But in this cartoon, the main characters' last names are the Griffins. Okay. What cartoon is that? What's that? Yeah, what cartoon is that? Well, I don't know. Family Guy. Fa ah, Family Guy, okay. Stewie yeah, I'm Griffin. not you. I, I, I have to say that I'm not used to watch that, uh, Family Guy. Uh, okay. I watch more of a Simpson, for example. But... Okay. So, here's one for you. Miss Piggy had a crush on who? Are you familiar with the Muffet Babies? Uh, yeah, but Are the now I don't, yeah, I don't remember who crashed into. It was Gonzo. Gonzo, damn. <laughs> okay, I'll give you one. I'm so one. I'm so bad. Uh -huh. I, it's better than that. Go 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 back. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So this one, this one may be a little hard, or it may be easy to you. So okay. Pete. Pete and Daisy Duck was on what cartoon? Uh, 
you say Pete and and Daisy Duck. Okay. They were on what cartoon? Uh, uh, I don't know how to say. We say um, Topolino and Paperino, so Daffy Duck and. Uh, say what? Uh, it's like Daffy Duck and Mickey Mouse. I don't that's, know. That, that's okay. the right answer. I'll okay. Give you okay. So last question. Clumsy, grouchy, and brainy were part of what 80s cartoon? Okay, repeat, which one? Okay, clumsy, grouchy, and brainy were part of what 80s cartoon? Mm. Oh my, wait, wait. How to say how to say that the I don't know I know in Italian it's like uh, puffy we say it's um, a blue um, like blue um, small mouse with a hat the the white hat yeah we say, we say puffy in Italian but I don't know okay this in English I'll give you that one the okay. smirk good job we got Thank a winner you. man I, hey look you did good and you actually Whoa. won. I was going to die, you see, just one more leg and it was. <laughs> There you go. We got us a winner. So after after we get off, I'll um I'll reach out to you via uh, Instagram or however, and we'll figure out a way to get you over your free ice cream and figure out how to get that situated. I'll come to America to take a uh, skating masterclass and we will give uh, we will take the free ice cream. There we go. Right there. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this was a great interview and, and I want everybody to check out the links in the description, go give them a follow, make sure you guys subscribe to the, my YouTube channel schools in session and ladies and gentlemen, Lorenzo class is dismissed. Thank you, buddy. Thank you a lot. And, uh, such a great interview and see you in America. <laughs> yeah.